الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا مولانا محمد صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه واتباعه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم رب زدني علما ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد beloved respected listeners السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته Alhamdulillah Allah has made us brothers brethren Innamal mu'minuna ikhwa Allah says in surah Hujurat We are brothers and there is great virtue for one muslim brother meeting another muslim brother So alhamdulillah we are here to meet you and to be with you and this is all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seven such people who will be under the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day when there will be no shade one one type is that person or the two who meet each other for the sake of Allah and depart for the sake of Allah so when we leave from here for the sake of allah we came here for the sake of allah we met we give salam ma'anaka muhabbat love with to each other for the sake of allah allah make it a means of great blessings and acceptance for all of us alhamdulillah actually i said what should i speak about because i haven't got a topic so I thought what am I going to speak about So this month of Sha'ban I thought let me speak about the month of Sha'ban usually I make this dua and I teach this dua Allahumma rizqna ittiba'a nabiyyana Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam fi kulli zaman وفي كل مكان وفي كل حال الله enable us to follow in the footsteps of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam في كل زمان at all times what's the time so when we say what is the time we look at the islamic month it's the month of sha'ban 
It's the time after Fajr Salah. Alhamdulillah, we done dhikr. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi there are some, some narrations where Rasulullah said, Tarabbu. Like this, Tarabbu. The brothers who are sitting, Tarabbu. That's like that. And until sunrise. And then there's great virtues of performing two rakats, accepted Hajj and Umrah reward. So, and today is the seventh of Sha'ban. In the month of Sha'ban. So, fi kulli zaman, fi kulli makan, in every place, Allah enabled us to follow in the footsteps of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because we are also in a place, and that is the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there are ajeeb rights for the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa was rahmatullil alameen. And he cared for every single thing. In respect of our dunya and our akhirat. So, if a person, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, if one of your shoe slippers is damaged, don't walk with one shoe on, and the other shoe off, or one slipper on, one slipper off. Even for your physical body, if the temperature isn't right from the feet side, it's gonna have a great effect on your body. Also, if a person starts hopping and other people laugh at him, Rasulullah didn't want people to laugh at us. He was always caring for us, our beloved Prophet, Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahabihi wa baraka wa sallam. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was rahmatul alameen. And he cared. In the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if a person says, stands up, and he screams out, did anybody f- see my cell phone? Did anybody find my cell phone? What should you do? If you lost something, would Rasulullah not care for it? Indeed he would. He cared for everything of ours. If you understand this ayat, Allah Akbar. Harisun alaykum. Raufur Rahim. For your well-being of everything. But he said, say, may Allah not return it to you. May Allah, where, where? In the house of Allah. In the masjid. This is a special place. This is a special place, the house of Allah. So, fi kulli makan, in every place, enable us to follow in the footsteps of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And, fi kulli hal, in every state, at all times, in all place, in all states, Allah enables us to follow in the first of Nabi Kareem Wasallam. A person is always under these three conditions. Yes? He's in a time. He's in a place. 
he's in a state. So there's times of happy occasions, sad occasions. There's deaths. And Rasulullah went through everything and he taught us how to behave in that situation. And, how should our, and what should we say? How do we feel? Allah marzukna ittiba'a nabiyyana Muhammad sallallahu Zahiran wa batinan wa qawlan wa fi'lan wa ibadatan wa adatan wa akhlaqan wa tafakkaran At all, even in your thoughts And you will become what? You will become the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala When you are totally in accordance and in following the sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa ashabi wa barak wa sallam So <clears throat> The month of Sha'ban Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to fast In this month of Sha'ban More than any other month The month of Ramadan Everyone, all Muslims fast the whole month Because it's farz, it's compulsory in respect of non-obligatory, that which is not faraz. Huh? Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to fast in the month of Sha'ban more than it. Narration of Bukhari Muslim from Hazrat Amijan, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, that Rasulullah sallallahu used to fast the whole month of Sha'ban. In some narrations, the whole month but a little. And deen is ajeeb and is beautiful. And that which Allah and His Rasulullah has said to be ibadat is ibadah. Otherwise, it's not ibadah. So if a person says, I want to fast a day or two before Ramadan, authentic hadith in Bukhari Muslim that Rasulullah forbade fasting. For the person who's not accustomed to fasting or habitual of fasting, to fast a day or two before Ramadan. Eid, on the day of Eid, do we fast? It's an ibadah. But you were not allowed to do this ibadah. At the time of sunrise, sunset, the ibadah of salah, do we do it? Are we supposed to do it? No. Sun is rising, sun is setting. It's all time. We don't. Because ibadah is that which Allah and Rasulullah said to be ibadah. After, if a person does not fast before the 15th of Sha'ban, before Nisf Sha'ban, then he should not start fasting after the 15th. So if a person is regular in fasting Mondays and Thursdays, obviously he'll carry on until then. And that person who fasts on Mondays and Thursdays, if Thursday or Monday is the 29th of Sha'ban, he will fast too. For him it will be alright, for somebody else it will not be alright. So sometimes something's right for somebody, something's wrong for somebody else. And people get upset. But when you have knowledge, you know this is right, but for you it's wrong. Why is it wrong for me? Because this is the teaching of Rasulullah. You just started fasting today, is 20, today is the 28th of Shaban. You're not supposed to. 29. Well, then why are you fasting when Rasulullah has prohibited from fasting a day or two before Shaban? Why are you fasting then? Well, I fast every Mondays and Thursdays, and today is a Monday, today is a Thursday. Everything 
It's not no nafs in it. Even in ibadah, there's no nafs. There's no nafs. Everything is according to Allah and His Rasulullah Sallallahu And remember, when we say Rasulullah Sallallahu is when you've obeyed Rasulullah Sallallahu you obeyed Allah. وَمَن يُتِعِ الرَّسُولَ فَقَدْ أَطَعَ اللَّهِ وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولَ فَخُذُوا وَمَا نَاهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُوا so in the month of Sha'ban, Rasulullah used to fast more than any month. Why? So we always have ibadah. Before the Farz ibadah, we have non-obligatory. We can call it nafil, we call it sunnah mu'akkidah, we call it sunnah. Whatever name you want to give it in the different, different uh, according to the different imams and different schools of thoughts, right? So this is, um, you can, you can, wajib, we have something which is sunnah, sunnah al-mu'akkadah, or sunnah, but it's non-obligatory, not faraz. So right now, we perform turaka salatul fajr, which was faraz. And before that, we all perform to sunnah, the, the ahnaf, they will say sunnah al-mu'akkadah, that you should never forsake. And even if the horses were to trample, you will not forsake it. Even when you're on safar, on a journey, you will not forsake the two rakat before fajrs. The two sunnah. Yeah? So it's the most stress out of the other sunnah in the day. Yeah? The fajr, two sunnah. And after that, no salah. No salah. As the fajr time starts, Rasulullah sallallahu read two rakat. And then he would lie down like this. That's right. A long tahajjud salat at night, and then turaka, and then Hazrat Bilal will say, We're getting ready for salat, and Hazrat Bilal will wake Rasulullah, then he'll go for salat, and he'll lead the Sahabas in salat. So, and then until Ishraq, until sun has risen, about after 12, 13 minutes, it's brightened up, then two, four rakats, or whatever. Or Salatul Duha in the terminology of the Muhaddithin, or we say Ishraq, Chash, or all of it, we can say Salatul Duha. But so Rasulullah sallallahu in the month of Sha'ban, he fasted more than any other month. Why? So the ulama, they say that Rasulullah sallallahu fasted more. In this month, one is this reason that I've explained to you. Before farz, you do nafil, you do non-obligatory. So before the farz, fasting of the month of Ramadan, you're practicing it with nafil, ibadah. And then after the farz ibadah, just in case there were shortcomings in the farz, you also do nafil after that. This is why we will read Salatul Duhaya, Salatul Ishraq. In every ibadah we see, hajj, umrah before, umrah after, around the whole year, umrah. Hey? Zakah, the first zakah, there's sadaqah, there's donations that we give, lillah, we give, and we give sadaqah, we give fitra, we give, so, but there's a first zakah. In all ibadah, it's like that. And, and this, is, this, this is on the day of judgment, the first thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to account for, the first ibadah is salah. So Allah will say to the angels, Salah, alright? His Farah Salah, yes. Okay, it's perfect, alright. If not, does he have anything from his nawafil? And that will 
fill up the shortcomings. And likewise, all for us ibadat, Allah will do hisab like that. So, in the month of Sha'ban, like other ibadat, there's, we do nafil before the faris. And then, another explanation they gave the ulama, Rasulullah Mu'ashir, with his wives, living, I said, at all times, in all places, in all situations, following the footsteps of Nabi Kareem Wasallam at home, living and being with the family members, with the wives, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So beautiful in everything. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam encouraging and reminding them that listen, last Ramadan, you did not fast because of a valid reason in your period, in your menstruation. You are not allowed to fast from Allah. But remember, you have to do qadha of those fasts. This, another Ramadan is coming. Make sure you have completed your fast. So now, remember, there's nine Ummahatul Mu'mineen radiallahu ta'ala anhunna. So, so all through Shaban, he's fasting that Abmijan has a Aisha radiallahu ta'ala needed to make up four or five days. Not that they left it until Shaban. I don't think so. But even that for us to teach too. That look, you have to fast last year's Ramadan four, five days, six days, seven days that you've missed. You have to make sure you fast because it's compulsory upon. Allah is not in need, but you have to put it forward to Allah. Allah is not in need of any ibadah. No salat, no. Allah is not in need of it. That's not why we have to do it. Because Allah is in need. No, but we have to do it. And Allah is going to ask us about it. And that's, it's going to, there's going to be hisaw on it because it's for us, it's compulsory. So that's another reason. So Rasulullah used to fast in this month of Sha'ban more than any month. So. Allah enables us to follow in the footsteps of Nabi Kareem sallallahu at all times, all places, all situations. Actually, uh, if, if I, I was going to speak about also the tazkiyah in that, but I think we'll leave it for uh, tonight um, when the main program starts, inshallah. But beloved friends, we need to connect ourselves with the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and mashallah, I saw today after Fajr. This is this was so lovely, and I saw in the awrad in the wazaifs there one Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, adada khalkihi, walillah nafsihi, wazina ta'arshihi, wa midadi kalimatihi. Yeah, when we want to put something forward to Allah, we want to put it in the best manner. And the best manner is that of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So, we'd read different things. This recitation of Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, adada khalkihi, walidha nafsi, wa zinata arshi, madadi kalimatihi. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, 
once after Fajr Salat, he left his one of the Hujra of one of our mothers, Hazrat Juwaidiyya radiallahu ta'ala anha. And he came back after an hour or two. When he left her, she was on her musalla. She was in her masjid, meaning the place where the women in the home pray their salat. That's their masjid. So she was there. And after Fajr Salat, she was sitting and reading different adhkar. And Rasulullah Sallallahu after an hour or two, Ba'da an adaha, it says in the narration, he returned and he said to her, were you sitting in this position, reading your adhkar from the time I left you, since I left you? She said, yes, Ya Rasulullah. She, he said, after I left you, I read four kalimat three times, or four sentences three times. Four, three times, four sentences. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, adada khalqihi, warida nafsihi, wazinata arshihi, wamidada kalimatihi. I read them. Three times, and the time, the hour or two or three that you spend reading your different wazaif, if you were to put them on the balance, what I said in two, three minutes, the four kalimat three times will outweigh it. So what do we learn from this? You and I, after Fajr, Whatever ibadat you and I do, and there's different. All those were from hadith, and we're supposed to. You know, Subhanallah. You know when we read these duas, and when we're thinking, who's reading these duas, and what is he saying? Allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa anta khalaqtani wa na abduk wa na la ahdik wa adik just picture or meditate this who is saying this and who taught it's in Bukhari Sharif Sayyidul Istighfar it's called what's it called Sayyidul Istighfar Sayyid the leader of all istighfar the best istighfar read it once in the daytime any time after Fajr until night you read it with yaqeen and forgiveness and jannat for you. You read it at night once with yaqeen, jannat for you. Forgiveness for you, inshallah. Allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa anta khalaqna niwana abduka wa na ala ahdika wa adika mastatatu. Awuzu bika min sharri ma sanatuhu. Abu laka bi ni'matika alayhi wa habu bi dhambi faghfirli fa innahu la yakfiru zhunuba illa ant. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying this to Allah. Ajeeb, ajeeb, ajeeb. The duas of Nabi Kareem sallallahu This is Sayyidul Awwaleen wal Akhirin. Liyaghfir lakallahumma taqaddama min dhambik. No sins. Sinless. But he's saying, Allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa anta. No. There's no God but you Allah. La ilaha illa anta. 
Allah indeed you are my Lord no one worthy of worship but you Allah khalaqtani you have created me I am your servant Muhammad abduhu wa rasuluh abd first wa rasuluh abd I am your slave servant you can say but you say slave I am your slave you can say servant I am your servant I am your slave Slave is even more humble in there. I'm your slave. Allah man tarabbi la ilaha illa anta khalaqtani wa ana abduka wa ana la ahdika wa adika mastata'tu a'uzu bika min sharri ma sana'tu. O Allah, I seek refuge in that which I have done. Wa abu laka bi ni'matika lay. O Allah, I acknowledge the ni'mats and the favors and the boons and the bounties upon me. Allah, I acknowledge all this. With ni'mat showering upon me from head to toe at all times. This is for me and you to speak to Allah. Huh? For me and you to speak to Allah like this. Abu laka bi ni'matika alayhi wa abu bi dhambi wa abu bi dhambi. Oh Allah, I acknowledge my sin. What sin? Sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi Abu laka bi ni'matika alayhi wa abu bi dhambi. What sin? What sin? Who's saying this? Abu laka bi ni'mati alayya wa abu bi dhambi faghfirli Wallah forgive me fa innahu la yukfir zunuba illa ant no one to forgive sins but you and when you say this to Allah Allah loves it this is why you know Hazali radiallahu ta'ala when he was teaching the dua in Safar, Subhanallah, Subhanallah, he looked up and he smiled and he said, I was with Rasulullah sallallahu and Rasulullah smiled. He looked up to the sky and he smiled. When I said, when Rasulullah smiled, looking up. Because why Allah says, Yes, indeed, indeed, there's no one to forgive your sins but me. No one will, but I will. Allah is saying this. In reply to when you say, Allah, but this was Rasulullah from Sayyid al Istighfar. Alhamdulillah, we read it, inshallah, with yaqeen in the morning, at night, inshallah. So, Rasulullah sallallahu life. You know, I'll teach you one, one salat. Rasulullah sallallahu he, he didn't istighfar. How much? So much. More than 70 times. A hundred times. Sahaba, they say, in one gathering, we heard Rasulullah reading, In one sit. Sinless. And reading, And beloved friends, remember this. وَاتَّقُوا فِتْنَةً لَا تُصِيبَنَّ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا مِنْكُمْ خَاسَةً وَاتَّقُوا فِتْنَةً لَا تُصِيبَنَّ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا مِنْكُمْ خَاسَةً In Surah Al-Anfal وَاتَّقُوا فِتْنَةً Fear the fitna Fitna We usually translate it as Trials, tribulations, calamities and also, fitna means azab. Dhuqu fitnatakum. Taste your punishment. Fitna. 
وَاتَّقُوا فِتْنَةً لَا تُصِيبَنَّ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا مِنْكُمْ خَاصَّةً Fear the adhab which is not exclusive just for and with the ظالمين Those who are oppressing, those who are doing wrong Because when adhab comes, it will come upon everyone وَاتَّقُوا فِتْنَةً لَا تُصِيبَنَّ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا مِنْكُمْ خَاصَّةً Allah says in the same surah up ahead, in the next ruku, in the last ruku, in this para, the ninth juz, right? Allah says, وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيَعْدِبَهُمْ وَأَنْتَ فِيهِمْ Allah will not punishment, punish you as long as you, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is amongst them. Rasulullah, is he amongst us here? He's alive in his grave in Medina Munawwara, but he's not here. But because Allah loved this ummah so much, because of the blessing of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi we still have something else. We still have something else. وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيَعْذِبَهُمْ وَأَنْتَ فِيهِمْ وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ مُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ And Allah will not punish them as long as they keep seeking forgiveness. So this is so important. Istighfar at all times for all of us. Why? Because around so much type of oppression, tyranny, sins, disobedience, ajeeb, ajeeb, we all know, all around, all around. And all this is da'i ila al-adhab, in calling towards adhab. Yeah? Like when in, in, even in Canada we have those different types of parades and everything in Toronto and you don't want to be in Toronto at that time you want to go out because these things are adab, and all this other facade and oppression on the earth all these things are adab, calling for adab hmm? and yesterday if you remember in the dua I said oh Allah make every ummati's every amal of such acceptance in your court that it brings good decisions down for all makhluk and especially for the ummah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Why? What goes up comes down. So if our amals go good, then the decisions from Allah will be good. So istighfar, because when the adab come, it will come on everyone at one time. And this is what we see. You know? In seconds, Allah can command and Allah can say, and command and whole Ontario, whole Toronto, noun, class, finish. In seconds, an earthquake, hurricane, or any, Allah can send anything like that. Only Allah knows His army. Allah's army. In seconds, Allah can. But look at this. As long as you, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is amongst them, Allah will not punish them. And as long as they keep doing istighfar. Now, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how much istighfar did he teach us? What is the sunnah weird after farah salah that every ummati does who have knowledge? Straight after, assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah, some with takbir and some Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. Any after what? When we 
focus and we comprehend these things, Rasulullah is doing these things, right? These are authentic narrations. And remember the protection of the final wahi. The final book, the revelation, is also the protection of its commentary. And the greatest commentary is the ahadith of Nabi Kaleem, so they are protected. So this is why we have the works of somebody like Imam Bukhari, Imam Muslim, Imam Abu Dawud, and we have authentic. And what? Subhanallah, there's no doubt about these narrations but obviously we cannot put on the command of it's a different thing right we can't, like Quran is Quran right but these are authentic and we know so if Rasulullah did this he read istighfar after salah salah is an ibadah we put forward to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and salah is an ibadah after doing ibadah you're doing istighfar why are you doing istighfar? Why am I doing istighfar? Yes, indeed we are in need of doing istighfar because what is our salah? What is our salah? What is our salah? But who did this too? Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. One is that he was muallim, ta'lim lil-ummah. At all times he's teaching the ummah. And one is he himself is doing this even... But he's also teaching us, and he's doing this. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam saying, "Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah." Is it after a sin? It's after farz salah. It's after salah. Rasulullah is teaching us to do istighfar. So, and Rasulullah on daily basis, how much istighfar he used to do. Imam Ahmad has narrated, and Imam Tirmidhi has narrated that Rasulullah sallallahu in his salah he used to read. Rabbig firli wa tub alay innaka anta tawwabul ghafur. There's two. Rabbig firli wa tub alay innaka tawwabul ghafur. And Allahumma firli wa tub alay. Rabbig firli wa tub alay innaka tawwabul ghafur. Allahumma firli wa tub alay innaka tawwabul ghafur. So Allahumma firli wa tub alay innaka anta tawwabul ghafur. Ya Rabbig firli wa tub alay innaka tawwabul ghafur. Imam Tirmidhi has narrated sound narration, sahih narration. Rabbig firli wa tub alay in Imam Ahmad, Allahumma firli wa tub alay inna kantawabul ghafur. In salat a hundred times. This is not outside of salat, in salat a hundred times. How many times? In salat a hundred times. And it doesn't say in the narration where in salat. So you have the option. Before you do salam, you can read. Allahumma fili wa tub alayna kanta tawabul ghafur 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 a hundred times, but it will be hard for you to count. Another way of doing it is in your four sajda. How many times do you have to do it in your four sajdas? Are you guys awake? How many times do you have to do it in the four sajdas to make it a hundred times? Forty-five? Oh, twenty-five. Okay. Yeah, we're awake. Okay. 25 times. That's another way. Another way of doing it is, you know, you've heard of Rasulullah Sallallahu Salat. And when you hear Rasulullah Sallallahu his Qiyam, and then his Qawma in Jalsa, after Sami'Allahu Liman Hamida, Allahumma Rabbana wa the standing position. It was long, it was that long as his. Ruku, 
and his, his, his qiyam, his standing, and then his ruku and his qawma and his jalsa, jalsa between the two, between the two, sajdas, sitting, between the two, sajdas, the jalsa. Yeah, that position. It was same duration as his sajda and his sajda and his ruku and his standing position they're all this in the same duration that you know, if five minutes five minutes five minutes five minutes five minutes you know you and i what do we know somebody might know somebody might know with that right they might know some other dua there's many, many duas. Allahumma sami Allahu ni muhammad Rabbana wa lakalham. Allahumma Rabbana wa lakalham. Hamdan kathiran tayyum wa rakan fi. Some majority of sami Allahu ni muhammad we know that. Rabbana wa lakalham, we know that. But Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in his standing position was that long as his kirat position. So say for example, at night, you read two rakat salatu tahajjud, and you read surah yaseen in your first rakat because you know surah yaseen. If you're a Hafiz, then you should be reading Surah Baqarah and you should be reading, what, you should be finishing your Quran in one week, right? Like most of the Sahabas used to finish the Quran in one week. You should be finishing your Quran in three days, right? For, this, this is for Hafiz. But the majority of us, we're not Hafiz, we're not Alim, we're just normal people, yeah? So, uh, so you want to make your Salah long and you want to make everything equal. So you read, or say you read a surah of in Ammayatasa'aloon, like Abbas uh, Tawalla, uh, right? So that was for three, four minutes, your standing position. And you want to make your, uh, or, or, or a minute or half uh, a minute or so, your standing position. You want to make your ruku that long too. Now, also there's different duas for the ruku in sajda too. Inshallah, I have, I have bought some. Uh, inshallah, handouts too, inshallah, that if brothers are interested, the different uh, duas for ruku and sajda, all from authentic hadith, right? So Rasulullah, so when you went into ruku, you read Subhana Rabbil Azim, Subhana Rabbil Azim, Subhana Rabbil Azim. Fasabbih bismi Rabbikal Azim, Khuluquhu al Quran. So that's Rasulullah, because his whole life was the Quran, Allah says, Fasabbih bismi Rabbikal Azim, so Subhana Rabbil Azim in ruku. So Rasulullah, Three times you say Subhanahu wa Taala. Five times, seven times, and after that, Rabbi, Ya Allah, Mukfilli wa Tubale inna kanta tawabul ghafur. Allah Mukfilli wa Tubale inna kanta tawabul ghafur. Allah Mukfilli wa Tubale inna kanta ghafur. Sami Allahu liman hamida. Allah marbana wa lakalham. And if you know hamdan kathiyatul, then Allah Mukfilli wa Tubale inna kanta tawabul ghafur. Allah Mukfilli wa Tubale inna kanta. Allah Mukfilli wa Tubale inna kanta tawabul ghafur. Allah Mukfilli wa Tubale inna kanta tawabul ghafur. Ten times, right? And then you go into ruku. Subhanallah. Sorry. Into sajda, first sajda, and you say ten times. Allah mukfili wa tubalin ya Rabb, whatever narration. Allah mukfili wa tubalin katabul gafur. Allah mukfili wa tubalin. Right, and then in between the two sajdas in the sitting positions, ten times. In the second sajda, ten times. How many times was that? How many? Fifty. And in the second rakat, same. So how many is that? A hundred. So that's a third way of doing it. So I taught you three ways of doing it because it doesn't say in the narration how Rasulullah sallam said. Rabbi gfirli wa tuba alayhi inna kanta tawabul ghafur Ya Allah mugfirli wa tuba alayhi inna kanta tawabul ghafur Remember, same, Rabbi, but this one, one is Rabbi gfirli wa tuba alayhi inna kanta tawabul ghafur Don't change them, don't mix them Meaning that if you don't read 50, this one, 50, that one Because in the narration, like I said, Imam Ahmad said in his narration Allah mugfirli wa tuba alayhi inna kanta tawabul ghafur Imam Tirmizi, Rabbi gfirli wa tuba alayhi inna kanta tawabul ghafur 
same wordings but Allah mukfilli wa tubali and Rabbik filli wa tubali. Allah mukfilli wa tubali, Rabbik filli wa tubali. Inna ka anta tawabul, ghafur. And the one that the Sahaba said that we counted Rasulullah sallallahu in a, a sitting position reading Rabbik filli wa tubali, inna ka anta tawabul rahim. That's a different narration. That's outside of salah. That is outside of salah. So we want to follow that one, the narration. I have this printed, I have, I have inshallah, we will put some up, inshallah. We, we, uh, we'll bring it in Zuhar, and we, we, ha we have it, inshallah. So the brothers can even see it, nice. So it's there. So you can read that salah. The benefit of that is, you know, you're supposed to, who reads at least a hundred times istighfar daily, put your hands up. Who reads a hundred times istighfar daily? Daily, you read, Istighfar a hundred times. Who, put your hands up. Yeah. Okay, I just want to know. Just a hundred times daily. You need at least, least, right? I'm not saying you do. If you do more, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Okay. Many of us don't. But if you read this salah once in a daytime, how many times have you done istighfar? A hundred times. If you read this salah twice a day, how many times? And, and, and it's simple. After Zuhar, you read Turaka Sunnah. After the Faraz of Zuhar, right? Faraz, first you read the four, then you read the four Faraz, and then you read two Sunnah. And then you read two non obligatory, two Nafil. In that two Nafil, if you read this, Rabbig Firli wa Tuba Alay, Inna Kanta Tawabul Ghafur, a hundred times, right? You read it. Right now we read Salatul Ishraq. In the first two rakats of Salatul Ishraq, you can read your normal Salat. Yeah, just normal salat, two rakats with normal. And then you can read this salat that I just taught you right now with Rabbik Filli wa Ghafur. It will take you three or four minutes extra, but you will be reading a hundred times istighfar. If Rasulullah his daily habit was at least more than 70, more than a hundred in some narrations, a hundred times daily, then how much istighfar should I and you be doing? You just I mean, I mean, think about it. Think about it. And look, look at the mahol, look at the surrounding around us. How much istighfar? Not just because of that, because we're all sinfuls from head to toe. So we should be doing istighfar. And if you do this salat three times a day, 300 istighfars. If you do it just once in any time of the day, right? Like in Salatul Ishraq or two rakat nafil after dhuhr or, or, or two rakats before asr instead of four or, 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 or even in the four in the last two, right? Or, or you do it after Isha, after two sunnah, you do the two nafil in there. So, so no, sorry, before Maghrib, so that's one, 200, uh, if you do it once, this salah in the daytime. And then once you do it after Maghrib anytime. So after Maghrib, you read the two rakat sunnah and then you, re you read the two rakat nafil. You do it there, another, you done there. Uh, time is up, time is up, it's 7.05. So inshallah, everybody can do this. Everybody can do I want to give you some presents and I want you to take it and I want you to do something because that, that's, that, that's what talks are for, you know. So we do something in our life. Because we always hear talks. We hear talks, right? Talks are no benefit. What benefit is it going to be? Well, it is, but not to that we want to act upon what we learn. So can everybody perform this salah once a day? Twice a day? Who makes intention twice a day perform this salah like the way Rasulullah so at least 200 times in the 24 hours you have done istighfar I have done istighfar the ummah has done istighfar ummah needs to do istighfar Allah enables us to subhanallah wa bihamdihi subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik